0: This is Raspberry Lemonade, the Arnold Palmer of podcasts. A refreshing dive into the stories of industry professionals, both sweet and sour. And now your host, Mr. Levi. And we're back on Raspberry Lemonade. How you doing today? Here with my good friend, Mickey. Mickey Ram. In the house. How's it going? How you feeling today?
1: Man, dude, it's it's been a crazy fall so far with the thunderstorms and the economy in Russia, but we're hanging in there. I know uh, you are.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying. It's like, yeah, just, just the weather too. It's been really weird. In California, we're not used to such drastic weather change.
1: I'm getting flood advisories. What is that?
0: You're getting flooded by what?
1: Flood advisory. Oh, I know. It's like, what is a flood advisory? What does that even mean? Yeah, this is in Florida, but you know, <laughs> no offense to those in Florida, we love you. <laughs> Lots of prayers.
0: Definitely, but um, yeah, things are crazy, you know, for in the on the world stage right now. But uh, mm-hmm. we're we're trying to stay, you know, focused on our own thing, right? Try to make do with what we have, uh, and just try to make our lives a little better. You know, the best we can.
1: Well, the fact of the matter is, Levi, this is basically another one of those accountability podcast episodes and knowing how the world stage is right now, knowing what our goals are as our own entrepreneurs, let's get right to it. I got to I got to see where you're at. I got to see what's going on with uh, with your entrepreneurial outreach and, and goals and all that other stuff.
0: Okay, well... Uh as you know, obviously, because you were like my one of the first people that I did a you know a podcast with. Uh, you yeah, know, started podcast. Uh, it's gonna be almost three months, believe it or not. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's 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 been going. You know, we've had a lot of support. Now we're on video, which is cool, right? Yeah. Um, hoping that we could continue with that. Uh, there's been a lot of people who have asked me how they can help you know, support the podcast. Uh, basically, they are like, you know, whatever you need or like if you need a guest, like I have someone in mind or uh, just giving advice and suggestions too as far as equipment goes. Like right now, we're recording on Apple, not sponsored, but Apple, if you're listening. Um Tim Cook, you know where we're at. <laughs> you know where you can find us. So, you know, we're definitely starting off small, um, but we're working in the right direction and we're just taking action we're we're working with what we got uh, and yeah I, I i think this is gonna be the main thing that i want to focus on for a little while mm-hmm. the podcast i i feel like i would be able to provide a lot of value through doing these podcasts because the, you know the different guests that i'm able to get on on the podcast and hopefully as time goes on kind of bigger names or kind of more more authority type uh you know and depending on what industry they're on Uh, to get on the show and yeah just continuing to network with people um continuing to to try to connect with the audience uh just just listen to see what they are looking for what they need and uh, i want to be that person for them i want to be that person that they can go to that they need some sort of resource or or become that resource actually Mm -hmm. like whatever you need like chances are i know a guy you know that type you know, of deal. Who knows a guy who knows a guy. Yeah, that's and one of the
1: things I actually wanted to ask you. Um, I have seen how you network with people, it, be at seminars or mastermind groups and everything, right? What would you say? And I'm not belittling anybody who's you know a smaller fish in the pond or you know praising anyone who's a bigger fish, but what are one of the smaller connections that you've made that have made a big impact on you? And then a bigger connection that you made that you never thought you'd meet them in person or get to interview them, however briefly.
0: Okay. So like starting with like the smaller quote unquote, Mm.
1: uh, still a winner.
0: Yeah, no, I think everyone literally that I've met, uh, since I joined this, uh, future flipper program, Mm -hmm. it's, everyone has been super inviting and super helpful. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone's at a different level. Um, but especially like the most more experienced, you know, people in the program, uh, you know, some of them have a different personality than I, but mm-hmm. there's something about them that they, for whatever reason, they saw something in me Yeah. and they've, you know, they've invited me to, to, to their flips that they're working on. I've been able to help them out in that sense, kind of help them record some content for them, Don't even though I, wrong,
1: but you've actually found a couple properties for some people, right?
0: That's correct. Yeah. I got my first finder's fee mm-hmm. about a month ago i want and to it say was mine i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't, <laughs> no, I wasn't. Uh, but yeah so like stuff like that you know and uh, definitely being kind of like the connector even in the real estate sense mm-hmm. um but uh just yeah i'd say probably that person's name is mark shout out to mark like for giving me the opportunity to to walk your flip i I'd, I'd never had that opportunity before mm-hmm. and I, I was able to see closer you know to firsthand how that works how that looks yeah kind of preparing the home to to be able to put on the market and the the staging you know to make it look like it's being lived in or kind of give the potential buyer an idea of how it's going to look yeah and that always increases your chances of buying uh, or them buying the home i mean
1: absolutely i you know i saw that you've been touring properties and even meeting people and i think it's it's so cool that you I'm not belittling what you've done already, but this is such a large machine, the whole real estate scheme, or, or, or the real estate machine is so big, and you forget that you, you need small connections or, or synapses circuits such as you to kind of keep the machine going. There's big cogs in the machine, there's big circuit boards, there's Grant Cardone, there's all those other people, You know, even Donald J. Trump, who have made you know enormous amounts of money, but they forget about the smaller guys who are out there making things happen. Because the smaller things, I mean, the smaller leads are where the money's at in the long run. Yeah. Not yeah. everybody can buy a skyscraper, guys.
0: Right. At least not right off the bat, right? Like, it, it <laughs> takes time, definitely, to build those relationships. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Mickey Ram Hotel. Nah. <laughs> no, hotel. no, 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 no. Not a hotel. No hotels, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's its definitely, it's a process. And yeah. I, I, know, I know that... I am very capable of maintaining relationships, you mm-hmm. know, because, you know, we've been friends for a almost a decade, actually, yeah. almost, just almost, about, yeah, yeah. we're yeah. almost there. And and so, you know, we've, we've seen, we've seen and gone through stuff together, you know, so it, it's definitely not we always... We literally
1: traveled the world together.
0: Literally have traveled the world, yeah. Uh, have some great experiences on, on that end too, and trials even within those trips, like... <laughs> like italy bro never forget the italy oh argument my gosh Jeez, you want to tell that story real quick
1: okay long story short <laughs> it was near the end of our trip in italy and where were we in rome we were in, back in rome yeah. we were back in rome and levi being the uh ever patient person that he is and me being the ever impulsive uh maniac that i am um <laughs> i wanted to go ahead and just find some place that that we were looking for i was like no it's this way and levi was like why don't we just ask for directions and I said, no, Apple Maps says it's here. And Levi was like, let's ask for directions. And it just escalated into this big fight. And he went his way, I went my way. We both got lost in the city. And coincidentally enough, we ended up back in the same spot. And we just kind of shook it off. And we're just like, <clears throat> <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> we should get going
0: yeah it was getting late too it was
1: and then that night we spent it in the car sleeping in like 30 degree weather because we ran out of money mm-hmm. yeah and our flight was what like at 5, 6 in it the was like at 6 in the morning yeah. so it
0: didn't make any sense to get a hotel at that point anyway
1: ain't nobody paying for an Airbnb for yeah you. sorry for all you Airbnb people listening yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying for your Airbnb
0: no, not no more for a 4
1: hour stay never again heck no never again <laughs> never happened actually just kidding
0: <laughs> So yeah, so stuff like that, yeah. you know, happens in, in any relationship, whether it's a friendship, you know, with a spouse, uh, business, whatever it is, there's always stuff that comes up where you bump yeah. heads. Um, so I know that is also to be expected with any type of business relationship as well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as long as for the most part, you at least have the same end goal, at least have the same vision, mm-hmm. like all this other stuff, like it's not going to be important on, in the long run. Yeah. So just catering to to the person and if the person is willing to also be of service to you, mm-hmm. it's a symbiotic relationship and those are the ones that you want to, you know, find and, and, and nourish.
1: Yeah. And those are the smaller connections that snowball into a bigger movement that you're, you know, you're working on on, on, on uh, creating. But then what are the, the bigger kind of names or probably the, the more known presences in the real estate community that you've been able to meet? And or even interview.
0: So I actually have, well, uh, technically, this very short little interview that I'm going to be posting very soon, Uh you know, at the time of this recording. Uh, It's it's a lady entrepreneur, and her name is Heather Blankenship, and she is, like, the coolest person ever. That's
1: such a cool last name.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's, I don't want to get the numbers wrong, but somewhere, like, I don't know. She's made like 30 or 50 million on (laughs) RV parks and that type of business. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, actually she just agreed recently again at the time of this recording that she'd be willing to be interviewed on this podcast. So I'm really looking forward to that sometime. I think we're setting it for sometime in November or so. Uh So it should be out, you know, if it happens maybe end of November, beginning of December of, of, of this year
1: so our friend melissa will be married by then yes shout out to Melly.
0: you know who you are uh i hope you know who you are by now
1: (laughs) do you know who you
0: are are? Uh,
1: no 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 time for those those deep questions (laughs) we're with levi right now yeah uh, that's amazing though like i mean 30 to 50 million yeah it's eclipsed by some of the bigger names out there but ultimately like you got to understand you know how long it takes for somebody with a regular or an average salary to make a million dollars after taxes? it could take
0: a whole lifetime it'll
1: take a whole lifetime yeah and this woman has managed this, this this boss lady has managed to you know create an empire that is making the amount of money that would take 50 lifetimes to to make exactly and like that to me is is mind-blowing and that is definitely a major player that you i'm excited to hear the the interview
0: yeah i'm really looking forward to it and like i said you know the few interactions that we have had in person mm-hmm. amazing she was actually the one that gave me the push to go get on stage really? and start making content like more consistently yeah that was her she did that and like i'm forever grateful you know you know shout out to you heather like i, I can't wait to interview you
1: shout out to you heather i've never met you but you sound awesome and that's yeah. one of the things it's like those bigger names, those bigger people, those those people that have already made it, instead of bringing other people down, which was kind of the norm in pre Y two K, yeah, which was like what we were talking about with Russell the other day, mm-hmm. where it's like it was like uh, I'm here at the top of the skyscraper and you could never get here. Right now, a lot of people that have made it and you know to such a level of success, instead of bringing other people down, they're doing things like that. They're seeing this little fish in the big pond or the big ocean, you know, looking at them wide eyed and excited and saying, you know what, you get up here and you show people what you got. Yeah. And I think that's so cool.
0: It, that's, it's amazing. It's beautiful.
1: But Levi, that's, that's what I wanted to get to. Cause remember as part of our, uh, accountability thing, we were yeah. going to talk about gratitude. Yes. But with that comes, you know, that, that, that sense of, of bravery or, or valor of, of wanting to, to step up. And do what you've always wanted to do, right? You know how did gratitude play a part in all of this? Because if you're miserable, if you're unhappy, if you're just like none of this is worth it, then you're never going to reach your goals. You know, yeah. some of the most you know uh, people, the, the people with the most avarice, are some sometimes the people with the least amount of money. Mm. You know, yeah. it's not about ambition. Ambition is good. Ambition helps create, you know, cures for cancer. It helps create, you know, the spaceships or satellites that give us these forms of communication. But avarice is the thing that kills mankind. It's the thing that you don't know when to stop. Right. Hurting people to get what you want, right? Exactly. So let's not talk about avarice. I'm talking about ambition. You know, how how did gratitude help you become a positively ambitious person?
0: I like that. Person, I like how that point? sounds. Yeah. um yeah and i like how you put that because for the longest i thought ambition was a bad thing to have
1: yeah ambition is the big bad
0: right <laughs> and <laughs> it's like no i don't want to be that guy but when coming from a good place yeah. or you know with the right motivation even mm-hmm. it, it can be a very good driving force to get to where you want do mm-hmm. so you know where to where you want to be or what type of life you want to have in, in so many ways yeah. So gratitude for me has been so important because if you're not grateful mm-hmm. for what you have right now you're never going to be happy even if you do have find a way to to get closer to where you want to be or have more quote unquote. Yeah. Like no no amount of things, no amount of relationships are ever going to fill that void. So it starts with with right now being grateful for just even being alive, like being alive, being able to breathe, um, having food in the refrigerator, you know, having a refrigerator because there's people in the world that don't even have that.
1: There's a stand up comedian that I that I saw their Netflix special the other day and he was serious. It was a joke. But at the end of the day, it's kind of an eye opener. He said, by world standards, everybody who lives in the US, be it lower or middle class, is Jeff Bezos by world standards yeah global standards you do you understand how mind-blowing that is yeah, like that's you can walk 10 feet open the faucet and you're gonna have clean water come out of there exactly and you don't you don't you take those things for granted
0: yeah it's so easy to do that yeah and so that's where gratitude comes in so i've been i've been practicing gratitude because i think uh, you know unfortunately for humans uh at least i know for myself i don't know in your case it it always comes easier to want to sh- shift or focus on the negative, mm-hmm. right? Oh, it's so easy. Right? It's like, it's oh, so my easy. life is terrible. My life this, or of course this happened to me, that type of attitude, you know? Yeah. And so I- I've been uh, practicing gratitude a little more, and it's it's made such a huge difference in my life because it's also helped in the sense like when things do happen because you know things will happen that are not very ideal in your life Mm -hmm. and it's out of your control most of the time and even in those situations like i think back to even like a couple years ago how the person that i was then uh how now practicing gratitude helped me also have a little more control over my my emotions Mm -hmm. and a little more control over how i respond or react to the situation
1: and that's where true power comes from because like you said every most of the things that happen to us in life we have no control over you have no control over you know if if x person is going to hire you or fire you if x person is going to you know like support you or bring you down or if x person is going to love you or hate you like you don't have control over those things exactly but the real power comes from how you react to it yeah but you can't react positively to anything if you don't find that gratitude in you to keep going in a positive way.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And so, gratitude for me has been like even be grateful for the the negative things that happened in the past, mm-hmm. like things that happened in the past that really marked me in, in a you know negative way, and yeah. that I would see them as a negative thing for the longest time. I mean, there were still there were bad things to go through, but at the end of the day, like I'm grateful that they happened because had they not happened or had I not gone through that maybe i wouldn't be who i am now
1: no because those experiences shape you exactly but unfortunately negative experiences do shape us and traumatize us and and can hold us back from bettering ourselves in so many aspects of life but in this case like you're going through this entrepreneurial journey how are you so sure that the next hurdle that you have to jump over won't be the one that makes you close up shop or you know close that 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 rosebud and just never want to open up again
0: that's the thing. I don't know. Okay. But that's also okay. Mm-hmm. But at the, I guess at the same time, it's like now because I know that I've gone through some very tough things already mm-hmm. and I'm still alive, I'm still okay, I'm still breathing. Uh, added, you know, with that gratitude now yeah, for for even the smallest things, like it, it would have to be something marginally terrible mm-hmm. that i would have to be like okay i guess this is where i stop something truly catastrophic. some completely like that reasonably no human would would you know be like that's it i can't keep going oh, yeah, with that said true. there's very few things that that you know were that circumstance now yeah i see that like it's a very it, again it had to be something truly like out of this world that now stops me from continuing and and not giving up. Yeah. Like, I...
1: Now, you see things in perspective. Exactly. You see things in a different light. You've read the, The Richest Man in Babylon, right? Yes. You see the light through a different colored lens now. Definitely. Um, my dad and i actually had this conversation the other day we were talking to somebody we love them to death they're the best people in the world everyone to me is amazing you're you're a friend until proven guilty um <laughs> until, <laughs> yeah. until you prove otherwise you're a friend the moment i approach you um but even then my dad and i were talking to this person that we really appreciate and they were telling us that uh, they just feel so down because they're about fifteen thousand dollars in debt 15? 15 15 15000 five okay and me and my dad we didn't like don't don't take it the wrong way we didn't like criticize them at home like oh they can't believe that they're like this I'm, it was crazy to us because multiply that amount by 100 yeah and then we're talking about something serious right you know multiply that amount by 100 and then it's like that i mean if this person's losing their mind over 15 grand and my dad was like if that person had the amount of debt that we had a year or two ago they would have died of like a stroke
0: or something, yeah. Because
1: it will knock you down; it'll kill you. Mm-hmm. That amount of stress—that's what I'm saying. Those are the things that I mean. That right now in your entrepreneurial journey, if if that becomes a hurdle, let's say you, let's say you—it's a hit and miss on on your next your next business venture, and you end up really in debt. It's not impossible, you know. Is that going to be the the catalyst that that just makes that that rose close up? And just never want to open back up. Okay, again.
0: now now I'm understanding. That's your what question. I mean. Not yeah. something.
1: Not like the tragedy of a loved one. Like geez, right. that would. I mean, I've talked to people that I look up to that I get you know good counsel from, and they tell me, hey, if I were to lose my wife, I would. I don't know what I would do. Mm-hmm. If I were to lose you know my family, I would probably fall into a very deep pit emotionally. I get that. Yeah. I'm talking about things that other people, like I said, this person's telling us, I'm losing my mind over 15 grand. Yeah. I'm like, dude, on a personal. It's like, one must be nice. Yeah, I'm like, I'll, I would do anything to trade places with you. Right. <laughs> like, that amount of debt is amazing for me, in my eyes. It's yeah, like, you know, it's borderline, not in a cruel or, or, you know, cynical way, but it's laughable because my father and I, in in our business ventures, have accumulated so much more debt than that. Right, right. You know? So, something like that, yeah.
0: for sure, like, it would definitely be daunting, mm-hmm. but, no if anything i would have to now even go harder on what i've already you know learned and and take even more action take like really if like if anything go out swinging because yeah like i i know better now like mm-hmm. even if it did come to that where i was in like 100k in debt mm-hmm. uh, because you know a deal went wrong or whatever yeah okay, okay like that's fine like now it's
1: what are the notes that you're going to take from that experience
0: well yeah i would have to definitely see and look back okay what did i do wrong where did i go wrong Mm -hmm. what can i do next time so that that doesn't happen and now let's get to work like because i have to get out of that debt like it's not like i could i could i guess you know close up shop yeah close up shop and declare bankruptcy or whatever but that's the easy way out yeah and so yeah it would just it would just mean i have to go harder now yeah. I, I can't give up at that point.
1: Let me tell you a little something. I have a relative, love them to death, they're, they're a great father, great great family man. He is not legal. He he you know crossed the border illegally many, many years ago. And um for the longest time he had a lawnmower shop, a lawnmower repair shop. And I know it's like ha <laughs> <laughs> Mexicans, lawnmowers, <laughs> ha I, I hardy. didn't even think about that. Hardy, hardy, hardy. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, this person had a lawnmower shop. And he was making really, really good money. He um, not only had a thriving business, he actually landed a contract with the city of Huntington Beach. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. Without having, you know, papers in in the U.S. Yeah. He's not a U.S. citizen. He's not even a resident, not even a work permit. And this guy found the means, the motivation, and the willpower to educate himself on stuff. Opening a business, starting a corporation, you know, and then learning how to land a government contract. That's a big deal. It is. It's a huge deal. But what we're talking about, like like I said, is is gratitude. Yeah. And unfortunately, he ran into a lot of things in his life that just killed his spirit. Mm. And I can't blame him. It wasn't the death of a loved one. It wasn't a, that's what I'm trying to tell you. It wasn't yeah. anything catastrophic like that. Gotcha. Nothing close to that. But it was a bunch of small things that started, just like a like a drop of water, it just started falling and falling on that rock that he had created. This business, his business mindset that he had, you know, cultivated, and eventually it, it started making a hole in that rock, it started cracking that rock. And there's small things that became major things that unfortunately closed his business down for good uh-huh. at the end of last year. It's a bummer. Yeah, it's horrible to hear that because he was going strong for a long time, even during COVID. It wasn't. He wasn't worried about that. You know, right. people still needed their garden, their gardens tended to, and he was still fixing up lawnmowers like there was no tomorrow. So in, in in your case, you know, or not your case, in his case, when he was talking to my father, you could hear the defeat in mm. his voice and you could hear the, his, his strain to find a positive outlook on his circumstances. Mm. before he was in trouble in trouble financially during his financial troubles and now afterwards and that's that's why I'm, I'm asking you right now you know like right now you haven't started anything major yet and you have this positive attitude when you're going through the motions and you're gonna going through those growing pains you know you've got to keep that that positive and gra- and grateful mindset yeah but if things don't pan out what's where where does the gratitude you know stem from that's going to tell you you know what let me let me rise from these ashes and let me let me go on to the next the next move
0: yeah that's exactly it like i think for most people like i'm married right Mm -hmm. so i know as long as i have my wife by my side Mm -hmm. we have enough to at least have a roof over our head Mm -hmm. and we have food on the table basically i think that's it yeah we'll be okay because we'll you know we'll we'll have each other so we'll have that support system Mm -hmm. we'll have food so we can sustain ourselves our bodies literally physically Mm -hmm. and we'll have a roof over our head so we can rest and and read you know recharge for for the next day yeah so you you know no matter how bad it gets at this point Mm -hmm. like sure like (laughs) Have at it, like have at it. just like come at me, because if I have those three things, like yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah,
1: uh, I I totally agree with you, and that's you know in conjunction to what we've talked about in the past. That's kind of living fearlessly, but also not being afraid to live. Those are two different things.
0: Yes, you know, I agree.
1: You cannot be afraid to live if you're really going to go for the entrepreneurial lifestyle. Yeah. Um. On a personal note, not being afraid to live. You know, whether it's in business, in my personal life, whatever it is, any, any part of my life, living fearlessly has opened me up to the biggest disappointments and the biggest heartbreaks, the biggest letdowns or whatever you want to call them, right? And those are kind of things that anybody else goes through them, it'll definitely knock you down. It almost knocked me down. I'm not saying that I'm strong yeah. enough to overcome it. If it wasn't for the people in my life, I would have been gone a long time ago. You know, just emotionally and in a business sense, and in every sense. So, for me, I, I've had that, like you said, that 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 ability to see who's in my life and then be grateful for them, and fight to keep keeping on. Exactly. When those moments get really, really bad. Yeah. You know, but you cannot be afraid to live. Like you said, once you open yourself to, yourself to that disappointment, it sucks. Looking at your bank account seeing that it's so low on funds your business bank account your personal well that's another story it's But your, <laughs> your business bank account seeing that it's so low on funds knowing that there's no checks coming in on the horizon there's zero jobs coming in and that your debt is at its peak limit like you cannot you couldn't borrow a peanut from an <laughs> elephant. like that's it like you're you're toast um, dude hitting that moment that 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 low financially is devastating Mm. like i said i mean this this lovely person was bummed about owing fifteen thousand, saying you know what i should just give up and i'll just go back to my you know it was crazy yeah because it's like dude seeing six zeros on a debt call is terrifying (laughs) and that's something that'll kill your spirit it'll break your heart it'll 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 bring you to your knees and you know but you can't be afraid to live you know you're like the gratitude that you have towards the people that have helped you in life even the ones that didn't, even the ones that were responsible for, for hurting you or the ones that were responsible for, for bringing you down at a certain point, you mm-hmm. cannot dwell on that and just say, oh, you know what? Like, this is how it's going to be forever because I failed.
0: Right. Right. You know,
1: like you can't be afraid of trying again.
0: Yeah. you know you, Then, ahead. then there's like, no, I mean, if, and you see, you know, it's unfortunate. A lot of people kind of do live their life that way where they kind of are for some odd reason or circumstance like they've never had to deal with something that major major yeah Yeah. and it's the one thing that just completely crumbles them forever Mm -hmm. and so you know it's so easy to do that but if you don't take a step back and it's like okay well this is happening but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's something wrong with me or it doesn't necessarily mean that I did something wrong. You could have, could have, and maybe, yeah, maybe, you know, you definitely be accountable for the parts that you were at fault, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you should give up on, on trying to yeah. either fix the situation or make it better or in the very least find a better perspective on it. Yeah. Cause that's something that you can do and you do have control over. If you don't do that, then you're just being, uh, you know, what's well, it's a word like you're you're kind of just accepting her defeat.
1: Yeah. And, and, and we're not talking about depression here because depression can hit you out of nowhere and it can really just throw the wrench in the gears of everything that you're working so hard to build or to, to, to push for. Right. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about moments that hit you hard. And instead of overcoming them, you let them win, mm-hmm. you know, you let life happen to you instead of le- letting life happen for you. Right. You know, um, Uh, on a like i I remember this this one person in my life um they were left by their spouse Mm. and i it was like everybody that knew her and was around her knew that it happened he made it sure that everybody knew that it happened and why he wanted to it was really devastating left left that person with the kids and everything like i've known people that have died of broken hearts yeah, literally it's a thing. Died of broken it's, hearts. Yeah. It, it's not just a lovebirds thing like the the animal, not the person. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've heard I've met people that have died of broken hearts and you know or new people. Uh and and this person literally went through something that is just like you see it and you're like if I were to go through that would I be strong enough to go through it? Right. To overcome it? And this person not only took it but they made sure that the kids were good emotionally they made sure to carry that family on even when they were just by themselves at this point. And, you know, like I said, other people will die from their first teenage heartbreak.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> they'll know? never, you know, they, they let themselves go, they never date. No. They never give that a shot because of what happened in high school. Right? A
1: relative of mine went four decades as an alcoholic because of a teenage heartbreak. Dang. Four decades. Yeah. And this person as an adult, a strong adult with kids was left by their spouse for petty reasons and they were still strong enough to overcome it a decade later, they're still going strong. Can't say that it's easy. I'm not saying they don't suffer from depression or something, but they haven't let it one. Exactly. Win. Yes. You know? And and now on a financial standpoint, I've met people that de- declare bankruptcy many, many times. You know, or they've been borderline about to declare bankruptcy many, many times. And they came out of that. Yeah. And now there's some of the most successful people that I've met and I look up to them and they're amazing. You know, and other people that I know, unfortunately, they owed $2,000 to a credit card, and they got fired that day. And yeah. from there, it was a downhill slope, and they got addicted to antidepressants, they got addicted to antipsychotics, other things, other yeah. things. and and you just see them fall into this downhill spiral over $2,000. Yeah. It's like, if you would have told me, I would have lent you the money, dude. <laughs> you know? I, don't, I never wanted to see you like this. Right. You know, and it's crazy. You know, my father has been in the millions range of being in debt, and he's been able to overcome it. And other people, like I said, have gone into really bad benders because they owe two grand. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 so surprising that you know, or it's so important that that we do what we can right now, especially in this in this world climate, this political climate, uh, this economic you know crisis that's going on all over the world we got to keep a positive positive outlook on things yeah we can't let oh levi my my first real estate deal went went south you know and i thought i was going to sell this house for a profit but now houses are worth half of what they're worth right i'm doomed i'm ruined like it's like
0: no (laughs) i mean like yeah it sucks wasn't (laughs) ideal especially if it was your first one like yikes. but if you really want to make it work you will definitely find a way as long as you that's your focus Mm -hmm. like okay How do i pivot now what do i do differently now how do i learn from this and uh another quote that uh really stuck with me and has stuck with me at the that was also mentioned at the mastermind dude this mastermind i'm telling you i have to get you to it somehow (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna get around
1: to it i swear (laughs) (laughs) i'm just too busy buying colored
0: converts (laughs) (laughs) but uh the phrase was like the definition of learning right learn what does that mean And the way this guy, Alex Hermosi, shout out to Alex Hermosi, the way he put it was to learn is to have the same circumstances, different behavior. And I'm like, wow, it's like he put it so simple, but it's so true. Like I started thinking back at all the times I had failed and it wasn't until I adjusted my behavior where that was my outlook on life my perspective my lack of gratitude whatever yeah the moment i changed that that's when things got better that's when things were you know manageable
1: and reaching for the source because we we you know this podcast we at the beginning we talked about like our, our our travels right yeah I remember you guys, I mean, Levi's always been this, this, this you know, a friendly, approachable person who's, who's charismatic. I mean, that's never stopped being the case for him. But he was on a completely different mindset when I first met him. And it was one of those things where me talking about my, my business endeavors would kind of irk him or kind of like, it wasn't something that he wanted to indulge me in, you know, conversing about business. Right. Um, mainly because it felt like such an unnecessary thing to do in life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But would you say, or what would you say, kind of helped you be, you know, more accepting towards the f- serious possibility of failing in business, but keeping a positive attitude with what you've experienced in our travels? I mean, not you've been a, it was Costa Rica now too, but you know, our <laughs> travels, as, in our travels as friends, where I saw you evolve, like yeah. what what people or what experiences or things that you saw in those countries kind of helped you open your eyes to having a more positive outlook
0: you know it's, it's it's funny that you asked that question because as you're asking it the one kind of memory that comes to mind mm-hmm. is when we were in ecuador mm-hmm. and we were in in uh, the city of quito you know where mitad del mundo is middle mm-hmm. of the world center of the world I don't, I don't know what it's called in english and we stayed at this like janky little hostel because that's all we could afford for the night yeah and
1: I was so upset. <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember. But uh, at some point in the day, like I was locked in that restroom because like the handle was like, I don't know what happened. Like you got stuck some somehow. Mm. And I remember you being out there. It's like, Levi, are you good? I'm like, I think I'm stuck in here. <laughs> and you just like bust and laughing I was like, what do you mean, bro? Like I did I not can't, help him out. You, not at all. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh! I'm gonna and then like the my first thought was like okay, it was this tiny, tiny window here? Like maybe I have to crawl out of it or something. Mind you, we were a second story, so I, I didn't don't even know, know how that would have worked out. But I, my mind immediately went to like, okay, what do I have? What can I use? What what do I do? Like, yeah. let's let's make a game plan here. Yeah. And literally, I kid you not, uh, like I I, I had taken my like one of those like electric toothbrushes mm-hmm. with me. Uh, Cause I, the only way that I could think of getting out was either busting the door, like kicking it down, which, you know, we probably would have to pay for if I did that. It so I was like, like $10, <laughs> maybe, but you know, that's something <laughs> it's I the did. Principle of exactly. Like I didn't want to <laughs> destroy property unless I really had to, unless that was the only option. Mm. Um, But the only other thing that I could think of was like, okay, well if I remove the handle, then I could literally just push the door open, yeah, right, because that's just how the doors work. Mm. But I didn't have a screwdriver with me, obviously, because we were traveling. Um, you mean I t- you don't
1: bring your screwdriver to your world travel.
0: I do now, actually. <laughs> 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 I literally oh, have wow. little screwdriver keys on my on my keychain. I
1: need a Swiss Army knife.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, but anyways, I got the toothbrush. I took off like the piece that has the brush bristles. Mm-hmm and the thing it connects to it's like literally like a very thin almost like a flathead screwdriver mm-hmm. and that's what i used
1: you macgyvered your way out of it I,
0: yeah exactly <laughs> and that was like one of the first times that i remembered like being in a situation where i was like well if i don't do anything i'm literally going to be stuck in here for who knows how long maybe hours or something before the maintenance guy or whatever showed up yeah or
1: i was not going to use my muscles to bust that door. <laughs> seemed like a waste of pretty good muscle. yeah,
0: only a good friend would have done that, you know oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> God forbid I did that.
0: And also, I don't think you didn't I maybe you thought you, I was I screwing around think or the something was real because, right.
1: I mean, to all those listening and who don't know Levi personally, he used to spend, oh, I don't know, somewhere around two hours in the bathroom <laughs> getting, getting beautiful. Um, then he found out he didn't need to do all that you know it's a compliment take it yeah i will thank you <laughs> yeah. but no he used just spend a long time in the bathroom so i thought he was kidding i was like eh, he'll be out in a bit yeah and i think i fell asleep or something
0: so yeah point is that i literally used that i started taking off the screws one by run, one by one and finally like i was i literally just pushed the door once i took the handle off it you know it was easy to just push it open. open yeah and you're like And then, like, I remember walking out and me holding the handle and you're, like, looking at me like, what the heck?
1: (laughs) It was only then when I realized that Levi had it out for me. (laughs) Because that looked like a shiv.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of when my mind started working in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Fast forward to, you know, when you suggested reading uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, that also helped uh, widen my perspective on things and from there it was a snowball effect but uh before that story or that situation honestly mm-hmm. I, I probably would have been like no dude like seriously go get a maintenance guy or something or no seriously like i can't get out yeah and would have like freaked out or something and panicked
1: yeah levi was not the hands-on kind of guy
0: exactly so i don't know sometimes i guess it, it, it's up to you how how you're gonna confront something even to something as simple as that or yeah. small yeah. Uh, it, it tells you a lot about your character. Um, you know we've we've had to go through some more difficult things since then, but we we've come out of them, and th- that's all it is. Like just looking at what you got in front of you, and seeing how you can use it to towards the situation that's right in front of you. Because
1: and would you say that like if 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 things went south on some business deal, because you're into real estate right now, and that's good would you say that then afterwards because i know contractors and investors alike that have wanted to invest in something that they thought was either going to be a quick you know get rich quick scheme or they really thought it was going to be their time and then the recession hit a recession of the like zillion that we've had um <laughs> a recession hit and now they're really bitter towards that industry now they're really bitter towards the idea of investing in this or that yeah um even in personal uh in personal experiences people after they've they've been you know uh, backstabbed or whatever they hurt they're really, really bad. they're hurt you mm-hmm. know unintentionally maybe the other person didn't mean to they they hold it against them and they're like oh I'm just disgusted or I, I I have a bad taste in my mouth from from this person or these group this group of people that did this to me so now I don't ever want to be there be around them again would that be the case for for you in real estate do you know do you not know or do you think you kind of know
0: I think I kind of know. Uh, if it ever came to that yeah literally the same thing like i'd have to i'd have to see what's in front what, what, what's in my arsenal yeah see if maybe like okay take the l and just look for the next deal mm-hmm. um or if i see that i obviously am not good at real estate because that could be the case too yeah you know i don't know i'm literally just starting i don't have the experience to be able to like okay i really suck at this you know yeah uh if it came to that point
1: but if you noticed that you really sucked at something what would you do
0: i would either find the right people to help me you know make it happen or i would literally uh you know find a different way to uh, you know deal with that debt in this case right like i would have to find maybe that means um you know finding a different method maybe that means finding a different income uh, stream maybe that means i don't know like there's always a way if you really want to and if if you have the grit to to not give up because that's the biggest thing as soon as you give up like no no one can tell you anything no one can motivate you enough no one can even give you the resources to to help you get out of that situation and it'll help you because you're already you've already given up.
1: Let me share a little nugget of wisdom that I got through the most unexpected source ever, um, and that was that you know right now you're talking about a lot of really good inspirational things. You're talking about grit, fearlessness, things that we've covered in the past, and I'm sure everybody is imagining the their favorite reel on Instagram that has motivated them to get out of bed when times are tough and that's great i'm not i love those especially the rocky balboa ones oh dude that there, one's like there one of is my no favorite tomorrow there yeah there is no tomorrow i love that one because there really isn't tomorrow you i could die on the car ride home right now who knows but what the the unexpected source of wisdom that i found and that completely just changed my outlook and it's because i've always had that mindset inside me in some way kids Okay, even, you, you, know, you have to elaborate on if, that. If you're religious, even Jesus talked about, you know, the way kids can help people yeah, that's be, true. be smarter. Because when you're an adult, I mean, we're adults now. I like to believe that we're adults. Oh, we try. You know, my <laughs> hair is graying and people like to bring it up constantly. So I guess I'm an adult now. Uh, <laughs> I swear. It <laughs> looks so like great, by the way. People think I'm 17, I swear. No, they don't. <laughs> um, You know, when when you're an adult, you're setting your ways. It doesn't matter. You could be 21 and you think that you know everything you need to know. Mm. You're set in your ways. And if you know, you're know you a 21-year-old uh, business person, you're like, no, well, this is the way I was taught. And this is the only way that it should be. Mm. Forex, trading, stocks, crypto, whatever you it's whatever's making you money, whether you're 21 or 41, you're basically set in your ways as an adult. Because society tells us that once we've learned something, one, we can't unlearn it. And two, it's the right way. Yeah. And that's it. There's no other way and kids don't think like that
0: they really don't
1: i love hanging around you know when i when i was working in the school district i loved observing the way the kids thought Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i would see them when we had like the, the school activities hey make a turkey out of this piece of paper i remember seeing a kid cut a turkey wrong and he looked at it paused I was like, this kid's about to hit, you know, have a fit because he was emotionally disturbed. So I thought he was going to throw a really bad fit for cutting it wrong. He looks at it for a little bit, kind of ponders over what he just created, holds it up to his head, and says, "Look, I made a crown." Nice. I was like this kid seriously just turned something. So it, it was so philosophically deep. Like that was such a profound experience, and this kid has no idea. He's yeah. probably living his best life now, not knowing <laughs> the impact that the really the profound impact that he had on my mindset while observing him because as adults on our, on, on our uh, entrepreneurial or in our relationship or on our, our life's Turkey that we're cutting out, you know, we're, we're, we're cutting out what we think is the right way to do things like, well, I'm set in my ways. And I think this is, this is how we got to go ahead and, and go about things because this is how I saw it work out for somebody else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you get to the bottom and then you're like, ah, cut it wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you got to throw your whole life away. Or do you, your, your, your high school sweetheart broke your heart. So now you got to be drunk for 40 years, Mm -hmm. throw your entire life away over one single heartbreak. You know, your lawnmower shop closed down. So now you're sick and disgusted with the idea of being your own boss because it didn't work out. And you're going to live your whole life until you're 80 years old bickering about the entrepreneurial lifestyle. But why don't you see that turkey that you cut incorrectly and see what you can make out of it? Why don't you take that, that, that huge mistake and then just turn it into something better? You saw, you're you talking about collecting L's, right? Yeah. One L. Levi, could you please help me with another L? Other, other way. Oh. No, no, the other way. Just flip, oh. it, flip that L around. We got, hey! We got
0: a W! Bro, that was so cheesy.
1: Profound. No, no that's true. But it's cheesy because we, we as adults don't want to be creative about stuff anymore. Yeah. We just want to be like, oh, didn't work out, so that's bad. I'm never going to do that again. It's like, why don't you try it again from a different angle?
0: Yeah, man. You're <laughs> right, man. Why don't that- you
1: try that same flip? What What went wrong? Oh, this went wrong, so I don't ever want to do flips again. Why don't you flip a, ho- a house? Why don't you flip a car? Why don't you flip a, an RV? Yeah. This This woman that you're talking about with her $50 million empire, she went through RV. Like She maybe failed at real estate. She maybe failed at stationary homes. Who knows? And she found mobile home parks other people have found campsites they get creative they, they take whatever else they've collected in life and they turn it into a w like that little kid with the paper turkey
0: cool. i love that. that's like my favorite metaphor now dude like <laughs> anytime yeah like i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna think about that now and it's true like i also worked at the district mm-hmm. for, for oh, yeah. a while and these kids are so smart like they there are those that, you know, even if, I guess maybe it even starts at a young age that do
1: not the sharpest tools in
0: the shed. Yeah. Field. And like they just rather do, you know, have a fit or tantrum or whatever. Mm-hmm. But and I'd say the majority, especially like under, like, I don't
1: know, under nine un- years old, I would say before middle school. Yeah. Most of them aren't ashamed to admit that they don't know.
0: Right. And they ask for help or they themselves find a creative way to make it work.
1: Find the resources up here exactly. or in here to just keep going.
0: Yeah. Dude, you're absolutely right, man. I miss those days, but
1: but they're still here. That's <laughs> a crazy thing. Like a lot of adults want to be like, oh, if I could be a kid again,
0: yeah, I would do things well. So, you can so differently. You can play the game of life now.
1: You're playing the game of life. We're all that kid was playing the game of life too, in his own minuscule way. But ultimately, he was. Yeah. But like you said, the thing that that, that we do as as adults and as as a general rule is if somebody, if an adult wants to live life creatively and wants to. If something flips on its head, generally we tell people, well, you failed. It's time to give up. I remember when my business was going real south, the creditors and everybody that I would call and tell them, like, please just give me another month. Like, let me, I'll pay the minimum next month. I swear. I just cannot this month. They would tell me, well, don't you think if a business isn't making you any money that it's time to close up shop? Wow. That was mostly everyone, you know, and that's the logical thing to do if you're an adult. Something doesn't work out. Levi, what do we do?
0: You stop doing it.
1: Okay. Most pastries, most amazingly delicious meals would never have been created if we got the recipe wrong and did something else instead. That's true. Most inventions would have never been created. If the guy that was making microwaves was like, oh, this chocolate bar melted in my pocket. This machine's broken. He would have (laughs) never turned it into a microwave that cooks amazingly frozen burritos. (laughs) (laughs) I ate a tamale today thanks to that microwave, you know? Yeah. You don't realize that. The people that see something that's turned on its head as a failure and everybody has a general rule, accepts it as a failure and tells you, Levi, you you gave, you should give up because you failed and it's okay. Now it's time to join the rest of us in our, in our set ways. If you ignore that and you just say, you know what, this thing's flipped over, but let me, let me flip over with it. Yeah. Let me, let me do a handstand and see what it looks like upside down. You you never know. know what you could create.
0: That's so true, man.
1: You know, stop accepting what other people see as failures as failures. You know? Yeah. And be grateful that you are where you're at where you're at right now. Cause people don't understand that whether you're you're our age and in your late twenties or in your late 30s or 40s, you're never gonna be that age again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you only get this this time one time around.
1: To make the mistakes if you made mistakes, great. Build on them.
0: Exactly. And yeah. learn from it. Learn from them. Yeah.
1: That's it, man.
0: That's it. And that's it. That was our podcast
1: episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, but yeah. Okay, so we covered gratitude. We covered, you know, what it means to learn. We covered uh, to not give up so easily, you know, even when it seems like the most logical thing to do. Because a lot of times, like, yeah, and we've, we've both seen it you know both firsthand and you know through, uh observing others when we were able to overcome those obstacles or overcome those trials uh-huh. we come out so much better we in the been. end mm-hmm. yeah
1: so. and i i just feel like for me what you know what's helped like i've told you they in last year was a terrible financial year and and we managed to make it out of that we're, we're doing much better now this year uh Managed to to pull a lot of really really great contracts, um, lose a lot of really great contracts, but it's okay, you know. Uh, wins and losses, peaks and valleys. Um, the but two,
0: the two L's. The two Ls, bro. Just
1: <laughs> just, coll- just keep collecting Ls and make a make a W crown. That's it. <laughs> Turn them into a W crown, like the little kid. Um, but you know, like I said, I mean, there have been difficult moments. I, you know, to those who don't know me, I don't care if you do or don't, you know, I, you know, I suffer from depression. It's a terrible thing, a terrible disease that I never want to downplay or give the impression that I am downplaying. But those things, the, the, those, those mental illnesses can really throw a wrench in the gears of what you're trying to do in life. Oh yeah. And especially, like I said, I mean, it's a weird and semi-toxic combination of Not being afraid to live, but knowing that I deal with depression, you know? And (laughs) like I said, I mean, not being afraid to live opens me up to great victories, amazing victories. Like, things that I never thought I could experience in my life. But it also opens me up to, you know, disappointments, difficulties, heartbreaks that I never thought I'd have to deal with in my life. Right. And yeah, at the moment, they definitely, like, bring you down. They stomp you out, and they can really, really, really hurt. You've met people. I've met people that just... Show you what real failure, real loss looks like. Or they show you what real wins look like. Right, dude. I met this guy. If you you've met people, I've met people too. I just met this client, and I want to get him on this show. Let's root for him. I'm not gonna say his name because he does, he hasn't given me permission to yet. But we'll <laughs> bleep guy, it out. I'm just kidding. Bleep, this bleep. <laughs> no, he's total normal dude. I ended up being one, you know, becoming his insulation contractor he has a property management company this dude grosses more than three his one business he didn't want to talk about his other business this one business that he has grosses 300 million dollars a year wow and he's like the chillest dude ever and it's like dude how did and he's not young so um yeah. but i was like man how did you survive the last few recessions like I understand if you're 85 and you bought houses with a sack of flour in the 1940s that <laughs> congrats hey, my hat's off to you I'm not talking bad about you I'm saying like I, that makes sense why you're a real estate mogul you know uh-huh. even 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 Donnie like he he's built high rises and stuff in Manhattan Island duh in the 70s you could build whatever you want with like zero inspectors you know it's <laughs> like anybody could do that you know but nowadays in this day and age I mean he's in his late 40s I would say early 50s This dude has that kind of income showing up every year, and it's like those are the things where it's like you know I I had a small conversation with him. He showed me a few ticks and tricks and tips, ticks, (laughs) 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 tricks and tips on 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 real estate. And I, I told him my goals, my plans, be it in the Midwest, on the East Coast, in South America. And he let me know what to look out for. He let me know what to look forward to but he also let me know why this was a great idea and why this wasn't such a great idea Mm. and you know like you meet those people and and whether it's strong people financially or it's strong people spiritually strong people emotionally or 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 even romantically you, you meet those people and instead of seeing them and being like oh it must be nice to make 300 million a year i don't i'll never know what that's like Why not? It must be nice to be so strong emotionally. Mm. I can't deal with that because I have depression. Like, hey, how about you shut up? And you start (laughs) finding out why this person is doing so well. Yeah. You know, like I've told you in the past, why are you being such a hater? Yeah. Like, why aren't you just admitting to yourself, you know, more importantly to yourself, yeah, that this person's ahead and you want to know how they did it. Yeah. You know, in, in any case in life. And that, I think that's that's really really helped me out, because instead of seeing people and just just being bitter about the fact that they're light years ahead of you, like, must
0: be must be, nice, must be nice trying to be like you, my boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, instead of instead of being like that, being that salty person and that gives backhanded compliments and all that stuff, that snarky behavior is not going to get you anywhere. In
0: life. It really isn't. And if any I, it's, if anything, it's going to backfire because you're only going to be become even more bitter. Yeah. And then you're gonna be even more like not in the right mind mindset, mind what's the word? Headspace. Headspace, yeah, to actually Mindspace. Mind space. Sounds like mindspace. It does. Shout out to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> like you if you're the more b- bitter you get, yeah, the less you'll be in that mind space to to make anything to happen.
1: No, and, and I I'll admit I was in that headspace for a long time from like 20 23ish to 25 26 i i had struggled so much to get my business going my business was finally going and then i became that ungrateful person mm-hmm. i was in, i wasn't that i wasn't showing gratitude for the family that i had i wasn't showing gratitude for where i was at financially i was like no but th- this 25 year old has a lamborghini and i don't you know and it's like so (laughs) you know yeah well this person you know they they seem to be in a much better spiritual place than i am and why can't i be him why can't i be her like you get there why can't i be that happy couple just skipping along the pond like i because it's not your time dude you don't think about that when you're when you're younger right you know and yeah i mean i'm still young (laughs) holla (laughs) but but i'm saying when you're in your early or even your mid-20s you're just like you want it to happen for you so bad
0: and as soon as possible.
1: And as soon as possible. And anything that isn't that is not enough. Right. And like, like we were talking about, that's where, that's how lack of gratitude brings you down. And it puts you in a place that you'd never want to end up at.
0: Yeah. Because exactly. you're never going
1: to reach your goals in any aspect of life. And then you're stuck in, in, in a deeper place that you don't want it like like a, an abyss of regret, mm-hmm. and now you've got to dig your way out. Exactly. But I think one of the greatest things that that somebody that that I love to death, his name is Steve Dredge, holla, um, <laughs> told me was, a lot of people like to say, "I'll be happy when." Mm. Mm. levi i'll be happy when i get my first real estate deal Mm. and I make money Uh i'll be happy when my business starts growing you know netting three to four million dollars a year yeah i'll be happy when i get that that sweet car i've always wanted in the magazines i'll be happy when i mean you're married but you know i'm not saying you uh, anybody else i'll be happy when i marry my dream girl my dream guy like why aren't you happy now exactly it's tough i mean there's peaks and valleys i'm not saying that you're not going to have your depressive episodes well, why can't you see that in lieu of everything that you think you're lacking, you still have so much to be grateful for? Yeah. Why can't you be happy now? Why can't you see the struggle that you're at? Why can't you see your account balance at negative four hundred <laughs> and be like and still laugh at it? And just say, you know what? Next next week will be better. But right now the the fun, the thrill of it all is just knowing that I have to that I have to find a way to make make things better, make ends meet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. You're like, oh, I'm miserable because I have depression. Yeah, but you're never gonna be happy when you're free of your depression. You're gonna be happy knowing that you fought the good fight and stayed afloat despite the depression. There you go. Yeah. You are know? not gonna be happy when you get that sweet car that you've always wanted. You're gonna you're gonna be happy in while you're struggling to earn that kind of
0: exactly pickup. while in the trenches. Yeah. During then, the journey. Yeah. Because it's
1: not gonna make you happier to have that car. To have that sweet glass mansion on the beach. Like it's you're gonna sit there and you're gonna be like those fish from finding Nemo. You're gonna be like at the end of the movie. Levi, please.
0: Now what? Now
1: what? (laughs) You're you're literally gonna be that person. You're gonna be sitting there and thinking, now what? I I reached what I want to reach. Why am I not happy? Because you never you were never grateful for what you had while you were going through the struggle or the process of getting what you wanted. Yeah. And that's where gratitude plays a part.
0: That's it. So yeah, man. Yeah, it's been a very good episode. I think
1: very good episode. Sponsored by Ram Insulation.
0: Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Seriously though. <no. laughs>
0: oh, okay. We'll definitely have to talk about that then. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. It's
1: not an endorsement deal. Please don't cut. Call- <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut this part. Like, out. I then. have
0: video evidence. <laughs> no, my att- my attorney's
1: gonna call me. Don't do that. Nope.
0: Yeah, but um, yeah, man. I think to wrap it up, basically keep practicing gratitude keep working towards your goal don't give up uh even when you really want to even when it feels like that's what you have to do mm-hmm. and what would you say is like the third thing that's like
1: the third thing, the thing is takeaway like like i said stop saying i'll be happy when
0: mm, yeah you're happy i think now. that's a big one
1: you're happy now and i know depression is hard guys i know anxiety is difficult i'm not downplaying any any of those things but I'm saying, when you get a good moment of, uh, of clarity away from the depression or from the anxiety, just take a minute to sit down and and, and write down in your or write in your head, you know, ingrain it in the in the wrinkles on your brain, what you're happy for right now, because ten years from now, those things that you were kind of neglecting or just not seeing as as blessings or or things that you should be grateful for, they might not be there in ten years. That person might not be there in ten years those people that that family member or whoever it is or that opportunity you know yeah you'll probably be in a much better place financially or whatever but you're gonna look back and say why didn't i tell that person how much i appreciated them or why wasn't i honest about how grateful i was for all the growing pains of starting my own business that's it yeah now it's time for chicken
0: <laughs> that sounds good but we'll wrap this up then yeah we uh Appreciate everyone who came on or is on, or I don't even know. Will be on. Will be on. <laughs> Jeez, that's such a terrible segue. <laughs> Thank you for everyone who's either listening or watching on YouTube for, you know, sitting in, chatting with us, listening to us.
1: And please, I mean, if you're on YouTube, drop in the comment sections maybe another topic you'd like for us to discuss, uh, another kind of. Uh, Subject on our accountability episodes, please. We want to hear what you've got to say.
0: Most definitely. And please
1: don't stop liking, sharing, commenting on the podcast.
0: There you go. You beat me to it.
1: Rate us five stars, especially the episodes with me in them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It seems a little biased to <laughs> me.
1: No, no, no. It's only biased if they think it's biased. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and this is why I love this guy, if you haven't noticed by now. So thank you so much for dropping by. Wishing you a lovely day. Have a beautiful one. Uh, and if you'd like to support this podcast, please you know, click on the link in the description, whether here or on the audio uh, version of it. We want to keep doing this for you guys. This is for you guys. Obviously, it does help us. Personally, I feel like it helps to talk about this. Yeah. So, like, thank you for, for helping me also. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, with that, we'll leave you. Have a lovely day. Take care.
1: Stay beautiful. Stay saucy.
0: Productions. Hope you've enjoyed the program.